I cannot do this. You're okay, right? You're absolutely okay. You're, you're, it's fine. Mine was you in the are. ring for like three hours. Yours <laughs> was in the ring for three hours. Whose computer everybody. is this? I was like, I woke up from like, the depths. <laughs> Um, I was in REM sleep. I was like, what? <laughs> what we're talking about was that we went to the Keys um, like a couple of months ago and she took her iPad and we were sleeping and there was heavy rain. That shit was crazy. Storm. Like it woke me up. It was insane. It was the morning already. Went back to sleep and then we got woken up by her friend's dad that was like, whose computer is this? <laughs> And it was her iPad that she just left outside in the rain. I don't know why I left it outside. I'm not okay. In the rain. It was so scary. We're like, oh my God, what the fuck? I was like, that is mine indeed. Please. completely fine somehow. So (laughs) if you wanted to know if Apple products were actually water resistant. This is our ad. They absolutely are. Thank you, Apple, for sponsoring this episode. (laughs) Manifestation is good. Absolutely. (laughs) So hello everybody. Like, why would Apple ever sponsor us? Like, we're not a tech <laughs> podcast. We should be just to get their sponsorship. You know, let's change it up. Hi, I'm Valeria, and I'm Valeria, and, and this, this is, is the Valeria, Valeria Sunday, Sunday School, School, where we give you the scoop on all things pop culture, entertainment, relationships, and navigating our lives in our early twenties. Hope you enjoy. Also, my dog, Princess, has been getting on, getting off, getting on, and getting off of this couch. So if all of a sudden you hear like a storm happening, it's because she's on top of the mic. All right? Thank you so much. So, happy bangs, man. Trigger warning. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I meant to like what you just said. How have you been? Trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> I'm okay. Could be better. How, how are you? I'm there. So also okay, great. <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. Also that. Yeah. I'm exhausted of working. Like I cannot do this anymore. I got it. I just want a job that I like. Mm-hmm. I feel. That. I hate every job that I get ever. I and then I want to quit three months exactly. in two weeks. In. And it's like I don't know how I've been with my job for <laughs> so long. I've had like like really big and like moments where I'm just like oh I'm gonna quit tomorrow and then I don't it's been since June June July August September October it's been four months almost <laughs> that's five a, that's 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 a lot I've stuck with it <laughs> um but yeah I'm over it I hate every job I get to I've I've stuck with I mean I had one back in the year but that was like like whatever like it didn't require a lot of me the one that I have right now does require a lot, and I kind of want to quit, too. But they get me to, like, really cool events, so I'm like, maybe not. You stay. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. <sighs> whatever. Um, and we need the money to so move we to can. New York. So. By the way, we just made plans. We are going to move to New York by mid-2022. I'm saying this right now on the podcast. Hold us accountable. So, like, episode 50, we're like, guys, we are in our New York <laughs> apartment. Oh my god, for our one year podcast anniversary, we could be there. And we can make like a little studio. Where? In the apartment. <laughs> Where? No, I'm no serious. <laughs> no, yes, there will be. Like, with a little backdrop. Like, we can like both buy the backdrop okay. and like buy the mics and do everything. Okay, that we set up and take off. 
Exactly. And then for self tapes, we'll still have the backdrop and we're good there. Okay, got and it. And then we can be each other's readers. Oh my god. Because I have such beautiful. a horrible time with finding readers. Absolutely. We still live in the same city. We could be each other's readers either way. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a perfect ideal situation, guys. Oh, I want to so badly. I, I was it. telling this man, I have like manic episodes every three months or so where I apartment scout in the city. And right now I'm going through one of those and I'm finding such good deals. Also, there's like this thing that I just found out about. It's like co-living. That's what it, I think what, that's what it's called. So there's a bunch of companies where you rent out a room. Let's say it's like a dorm room. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of same situation where they just pair you up with a roommate. So like um, basically you go to this like things website and you say, oh, like this is my budget. This is how many months I want to stay in there. And then they like show you like apartments where you can stay you can either have the full apartment or like one of the rooms whatever but all utilities are included all like anything that you need is included like for example cleaning supplies toilet paper all of that is included you just call them and they like come and like give it to you what the hell yeah this is probably super expensive i can only imagine no it depends so like for example for a four-person apartment you pay like nine hundred one thousand dollars and like obviously you have your kitchen and stuff like that you just have to co-live with other people that maybe you've never met and that probably it's gonna rotate because maybe people want to stay there for one month or for a full year or this for three months doesn't sound too bad we're it's young yeah just as long as like not like I don't get a psycho that's a thing and like they also kind of give you like information on like who already lives there but you're not a part of the deciding either so mm-hmm. you know there's eh, but there's, there's some places that hold like events with the whole building like it's like a dorm basically they're gonna say auditions <laughs> this place is the it's whole audition guys like, we're having an open call for <laughs> roommates positions um but yeah some some people like some places hold like events with everyone like movie nights and then like that's a great way to, of meeting people maybe this is how we experience our college experience yeah because we <laughs> have in New York. um that's crazy i mean like that's a good option if you want to like test the waters on that city like if yeah. you want to live there or not or if you want to just stay there for like three months you can have like a three-month thing it's like a hotel i think about it that way and you stay there for three months while you apartment hunt true yeah and there's like two people apartments like two room apartments two bedroom apartments. wait does that does it take that long to apartment hunt no but it's if like you want to take your months? time of like knowing which place in the city you really like which neighborhood you really want mm-hmm. to move into because that's a huge part of it you have to like experience it in person and shit i have read that you should apartment hunt during the weekday because usually like landlords release the informations their casting calls mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, monday or tuesday so by saturday like the weekend you're already getting like the leftovers from people that have already gotten what they wanted to get. I see. There's a lot that goes into it. I've been researching. God. But also, I feel like that's true for any city that you go to. Um, it's just that there, everything is so fast-paced that you have to, like, yeah. get with it. And also, like, we live, like, so many miles away. <laughs> like, it's not like you can just, like, drive up to New York City <laughs> and, like, apartment scout, you know? Like, that is true. It takes a bit. But I was thinking about it. Let's go. Oh my god, yeah, like really quickly. Uh, I was thinking about it and like where my family is living right now, which is so they pay like two thousand something for a one bedroom apartment. 
That's fucking crazy. And then they like talk shit about New York. Like, oh no, it's too expensive. I'm like, how much are you paying uh, for one bedroom? Uh, it's just, I mean, lately, Miami prices have gone up so much. It already passed LA. Apparently. That's what I was gonna say, but my brain couldn't work that. Much. <laughs> it already passed LA, which is insane. Like unfathomable. Like, like might as well just happening? go to LA. Yeah. Be a struggling actress over there. Over there instead, instead of, of here. Instead of in Doral. Yeah, but I, I honestly don't know what would like to live in LA. You know, I don't know either. It depends. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, Annie, the musical, mm-hmm. their song NYC, there's a line, and it says... Yes. <laughs> what does it say? It's like, oh, like all the stars live in LA, but their fan mail is addressed to NYC. Because they live in NYC, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful line, guys. Um. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. She said it word for word. NYC, any lyrics. Though California pays big for their art, their fan mail comes addressed to NYC. There we go. Gotcha. It is true. Ten minutes of nonsense, I believe. <laughs> oh, God. So it's Hall- Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> We're recording this a week earlier, okay? <gasps> Halloween is in a week? Yeah. I have not bought a single thing. I can't either way. I'm so upset about it, but also not. I see. Um, but yes, happy Halloween. We <laughs> we were like, let's Wait. do something about it. Like, let's look up like paranormal stories and like talk about them. Did we do that? No. Why? We work. We don't have time for shit. That's the end of the episode. Thank Life you so comes much. at you fast. <laughs> uh, but no. Have you ever been talk- to Perry? We. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, have you ever been to Krispy Kreme? We. Yes. <laughs> okay, is it crispy? No. Why is it I called Krispy Kreme? If it's not crispy. It sounds better, I can't. No, I don't like that. Krispy Kreme. I love Krispy Kreme, though. They're loose at the donuts. I've never tried Krispy Kreme. What? Then us? That sounds crazy. I've tried the ones that, that okay. The, like the ones from Publix? And the, like the like grocery store ones. No. Yeah. Not the same. Right okay. now, they're giving free donuts if you show your vaccination card. I, I think know. that's still going on. Because man, they're so good. But I'm there's not you. one like around. No, here. they're so it's so far away. It's like five miles away in Hylia. Mm. <laughs> so you have to go through like Okeechobee Road. I fucking hate Okeechobee. No, same. It's worse than US one, I think. It's so bad because it's there's horrible. so many trucks, and also like when you're crossing it, there's like a canal like mm-hmm. right there. So you, so it's like one, like one one crossing one <laughs> 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 one intersection, then another intersection, then another intersection, and then another one, and then you're you're out of Okeechobee. Right? I hate it. No, I really don't like driving. I there. hate it. I hate it so much. You guys have no fucking clue. What we're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, Okeechobee. If you're from Miami, you know what we're talking about. All right. Maybe. So for our first segment today, mm-hmm. tell I, me everything. I, I forgot my iPad, so I, I'm just going with vibes. Today. I wrote some things. Some things are heavy. Some things are just we'll just talk about it for like two seconds and then we'll move on, alright? Here we go. First of all, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Baker got engaged. Cute! Very happy yeah, for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, people are saying like, dude, she changed her whole ass personality for this man. She did. She did? The way she dresses, like all the... Oh my god, I saw a video. It made me almost throw up. I promise <laughs> you. I saw a video of them walking like randomly down the street in New mm-hmm. York City. New York City. Um, and he literally had her 
his hand on her ass. Like, you would think that he was, like, guiding her, like, mm-hmm. oh, in the waist. That's cute. No. He had her, his hand on her ass, and he was, like, scratching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was guiding her through her ass, which I think is so disrespectful, like, in my opinion. Like, I don't like... I agree. I don't like... Like, don't touch my ass in public. Don't touch my ass in public. Like, you know? No. I think I that's so demeaning. I is agree. that the word? Like, I don't like it. I do not. I don't appreciate that. And the fact that he was... Let me see if I can find it. I think it was on TikTok. I literally, I was watching it and I was like physically cringing so much. I agree. It was I don't gross like that to even. me. Or like spanking it in public. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, don't do it right now. No. Look at that. Ew. It's so weird. That's what's so the reason? gross. Exactly. What's the reason? That was a very gross video as you can see if anyone has seen it please let me know what you thought of it because i physically cringed and wanted to throw up about <laughs> it now doom came out however before it came out here it came out in london they had a london premiere it was beautiful timothy looks so beautiful <laughs> and so when they got to the photo call he greeted all the women with a kiss it. on the hand i was like okay timothy i get it i see it he's so charming i want to cry mm-hmm. and then Tom Holland posted a picture of Zendaya American. from the US Doom premiere. No, no, you see. I don't know Actually, if I should say this, but I have my notifications on for uh-huh. Tom Holland. Yeah. And I got that. It's like, Tom Holland 2013 <laughs> just posted a photo. And I got really excited. And then... It was Zendaya. It was Zendaya. And I was like, I love her. My no. sister sent it to me, and she was like, check on Guzman. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was like, please check on this one. <laughs> I commented. I was like, I am not okay. <laughs> like, that's so sweet, but also really sad for me. It is. It is very sad. But anyway. Good for her. Yeah. A man that shows her off. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> that's True. all I want. But anyway. Next up. Harry Styles got cast as Thanos' brother. I saw that. Wait, is it official? Like, I haven't seen anything. There's, like, previews of it. Well, the premiere was like a week ago, and everyone who was at the premiere saw the post-credit scene. Oh, but they scene. spoiled it. Exactly. That's what I was mad about, but everyone knows already. Fuck. Um, but yeah, the post-credit scene. It's Harry Styles, his son is his brother. Oh my god, I'm actually kind of excited to see that. There's a, He's getting cast a lot. He can't be bad. Right, but like, like, I don't know. Like, that is so random. It is. It, it kind of like... And yes, nothing he has done has come except for Dunkirk, but like nothing he has done has come out, so I can't say anything. But like, you're gonna tell me that his fame and his influence doesn't have anything to do with it? No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like Marvel at this point is about that, especially now in this phase that's coming up. Unfortunately, it's become about that. Um, and maybe he's good. Maybe it'll be like a like a Jeff Goldblum thing, like that kind of character. Maybe it'll be funny like that. But. I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, imagine when Sebastian Stan and Harry Styles interact. interact. No way. <laughs> I'm gonna. No way. I'm gonna be like. Too bad that Chris Evans left. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Imagine all of them. No way. I want him to come back so much. I, I feel saw. Like he will. I saw a when the Dory Darling like teaser came out, and there was like 
Huh? So good, actually. Yes. Yeah. And like that little moment of them making out, I was like, yeah. Good for Florence Pugh. No, she's and she's also now in the Marvel universe. I don't. Th- I don't know if she's gonna keep on being in the Marvel universe. I think don't she will. Spoil. I still haven't seen it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Another thing in the movie world, Ryan Gosling got cast in Ken as Ken in the new Barbie movie. Oh, yeah. Isn't he a little bit old? I don't know. Margot Robbie is playing Barbie, which is perfect casting. Yes, that makes sense. Greta Gerwig is gonna direct that. Oh, that's gonna be so good. Yes, but I just don't know what vibe they're gonna go with it. I hope it's more of like a. I hope it's darker. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. like, I want it to be like at least rated R, right? At least. It's like, like the highest, highest. Can go. <laughs> PG-13 is E, you know? Yeah. I feel like this should be like darker and like more human. And uh, yeah. Because like, what are you going to, oh, but I'm very, I love Margot Robbie. I'm very excited about it. It's about to get a green light to start filming. Amazing. Dude, I, I don't know about Ryan Gosling though. I don't think he's that hot. Me neither. Right? Everyone... Like, in that movie... Um, Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. He's really hot in that movie. Really? I haven't seen it. It's really... It, I love that movie so much. Um, But, yeah. I don't get the hype that much either. He's a normal... Not as Ken. He's a normal looking man. Who could have been cast as Ken? Let's see. Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like Ken needs to be like a blonde. You know, very... He's kind of brunette. Ken? Yeah. Harry Styles. I'm yeah. <laughs> and no, but... Tom like, Holland. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. And then gets cast and everything now. Good for him, as he should. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, have you seen the, like the, the pictures and the videos that have come out of Wonka? He looks good, I think. I don't mind it. It's a musical. <laughs> I think we've talked about this. Oh, it's a musical. It makes me so mad that it's a musical. I wanted that shit to be dark. And maybe it will be. But, God. When I just heard, like, the little song. And it's like a neat song. And I was like, come on. You don't like movie musicals, right? No, I don't like movie musicals. And I feel like his range is so big for him to just be doing, like, a Wonka musical. You know? I yeah. hope it's, like... I, I hope it's so much more. Because he can do so much it more. It probably will be. Yeah, like Baldwin accent. No way, that's fucking crazy. I was talking to my mom about it this morning. How is that an accident? Like, like, hold on. First of all, this is the prop department's fault. Not his. Not his. That is not the actor's responsibility. They trusted that people weren't stupid enough to put actual whatever went inside of that gun. Whether it was like airsoft bullets, whatever the fuck it was, like that, you should never work with a gun that could be armed. Like the guns that theater uses, like the guns that film should use that I've used in my little experience in film, they literally do not work. They cannot. But they look real. And maybe they, like, for example, for theater, like, you have to hear the sound. It's just air that comes out, nothing else. Why are you going to use a real gun? It's just unarmed. Like, it's, it just doesn't have bullets. Like, that doesn't fit in my head. So someone can easily come, put bullets in it, whoever yeah. wants to fuck with everything, and then someone gets shot. We don't know what actually happened. We just know that 
he was doing a scene, he pointed the the gun, and then he shot, and he shot two people. He shot the um, cinematographer and the director, right? Unfortunately, the cinematographer died, and that is fucking crazy. It's horrifying. It's negligent as fuck. I cannot believe that happened. There's, like, videos of him, like, crying and throwing up. And throwing up. Dude, how can you not? Like, you literally just killed someone, and it's, like, out of your hands. Oh, my God, stop. That's... And people are, like, blaming him for it. And I'm like, you guys are fucking ignorant pieces of shit. And also the fact that they made him the face of the whole news story. Like, I get it. Like, it has to do with him. But poor guy. Like, how are you going to, like... I can't like, believe... Alec Baldwin, like, killed two... Like, what? I can't even imagine how he must feel. Horrible. I don't even think that, that movie's going to keep on going. How can it keep on going? I was simply Why saying Why would no. they keep on going? Like... It's unfathomable what the fuck happened there. And I hope that they can get to the bottom of that shit as to, like, what happened, a police investigation, anything, because, like... I think he is. He got brought in for questioning. Yeah, yeah, and he said it. He put out a statement, like, I'm cooperating, like, 1,000% with whatever they need me with, like... And it's like, (sighs) yes, it is not his fault. Like, he should not be held responsible for this, but in his conscience, he did kill two people. Exactly. he did kill that one. I forgot her name right now. Mm Mm-hmm. But he did. Like, he killed her. Stop, bro. That's horrifying. That literally makes me sick to my stomach. Like, even thinking about mm-hmm. it. New fear unlocked, by the way. Like, if I'm ever working with a gun, I'm going to be so anxious. <laughs> to work with a gun yesterday that I had to put to my head and pretend to shoot myself. Uh-huh. Oh, Obviously, yeah. it was a very... It's a prop gun, gun, like how it's supposed to be. And I shot it, like, a thousand times before. I was like... Mm-hmm. Just to get it out there. Her name was Helena Hutchins. Yes. Or Helena. I think it's Helena. Helena oh, Hutchins. God. Um, I, I feel so bad for her him. family can find peace and so can he. Yep. And whoever the fuck is responsible for this, like, needs to be held accountable. What the hell? Like, even if it was a mistake from the prop master or whoever was in charge of the guns during that film or the production, like, no, it's still... It's negligence, it's lack of responsibility and consideration. Like, obviously, you should be checking these guns strictly. Over and over again. Over and over again. And, like, like, like you as an actor... Like, how do... Yeah. Like, you get just... You, you, you're just given this prop, and then you just have to use it. And you have to trust that everyone did their job correctly. That's not your job to, like, unload it and check it and then put it back in. Like Even if, it like, he happened to do that... How would he know? That too. Like he, he, I know nothing about guns. Exactly. Right, I wouldn't okay. know what to do. Exactly. I would just trust the people that are supposed to be helping me with He's this. He's also anti-gun. Like is he? very vocally anti-gun. Imagine. This is horrifying. This is horrible, horrible. It's horrible. And she posted a, like, a, like an Instagram story. I mean, Instagram post before everything. And how she was so excited to finally be working on a Western Oh, God. And just like that, like, it just fucking happens like that. It hurts. It's really sad. Very, very sad. Um, now to <laughs> something equally as bad. Oh, no. The Gabby and Brian Laundry situation. Oh, you heard about it? Yeah. Okay. So, for anyone who doesn't know, there was this couple. They were engaged. Mm-hmm. They went on, like, a road trip to... God knows where I have no clue but basically they took a van and they were doing like many many home living uh, cross country uh-huh. and they were in 
Yellowstone National Yellowstone Park? National or they were going to Yellowstone National Park? I don't know. Basically, I think they were already there. Basically, her family heard of her last, like, five days ago. This was back in August. They hadn't heard from her in five days. They tried to reach out to her. No answer. All of a sudden, her boyfriend or her fiancé, actually, yeah. gets home in Sarasota, Florida, with her van. He doesn't know where she is. What the fuck? <laughs> First of all. So, obviously, he's the primary suspect. He all of a sudden goes missing. His family doesn't know where he is. Of course, they knew. No one knows where he is. They can't find him. They go on, like, a five-week-long search for him everywhere. They can't find him. The FBI is involved in this. Everyone's involved in this. Um, they find Gabby's remains. It's confirmed that it's her. Um, and then, a couple of days ago, his family miraculously is like, oh, we want to join the search. Let's go to this place. In 30 minutes, they find his remains and stuff that had to do with him. You didn't know about this? His remains? So, yes, they found, like, a bag that had things that were of him. Okay. So then they give it to the police, and the police confirm that it's apparently Brian Laundrie. His body? Apparently, yeah. I don't know if they could physically do a test on him. I don't know if they could identify uh-huh. his remains with DNA. But, like, the fact that they had, like, the the remains had stuff that belonged to him. They, I don't know if it was just assumed. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. This is sketchy. It is sketchy. And also the fact that his parents were just like, oh, we're just going to search here. After, like, officials have searched for months and months and months. Not months and months. Weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks. And they haven't found anything. All of a sudden, his parents know exactly where to go. And in 30 minutes, they found this. And the park was open to the public the day before, so people are assuming that his dad probably planted those things there. Yes. And he probably went into hiding or went went out of the country. Yeah. There's people you know? that are assuming that he's living like in a bunker under their house. Because apparently, there's like a shed, and then there's two like garden planters like on mm-hmm. the bottom. And... There's a video from, like, a drone that was on top of their house. And both of his parents are, like, over the garden bed. And it seems as if he's giving something to a hand from the garden planner. Um, the video's weird. Bad quality, so that's just what people can see. And it kind of does look like a hand. But what are the chances of that actually happening? But that's where that's at. Apparently, he's dead. But I don't believe it personally as a human being um i really hope that he can be found and that this case can be closed because it's fucking bizarre before she went missing and he went home with her van which is the crazy part um they had gotten stuck they got the cops called Mm -hmm. on them no i have you heard the the actual call no it's a lady saying like hey i just want to report a case of domestic violence um and I think they mentioned that, like, there was, like, actual, like, violence, like, hand-to-hand. And then when she got there, when they got there, she was like, oh, it's fine, we're just fighting, whatever. Yeah, and she was, like, and blaming then, her OCD on it. And the it. cops like, took his side. Yeah. Which made me so mad. Ugh. Well. Really love that too. for everyone. Um, but yes. Ugh. That's a crazy... I read, um... And I didn't read. I saw it on TikTok. 
a video. It was like, oh, you trust your boyfriend? Well, there was a case of a woman that went on an Europe trip with her boyfriend of seven months. And then her boyfriend went like to the hotel earlier because he was feeling bad. And was like, oh, just leave with my friend. Let's just come back with my friend. And then she trusted him. So then she gets in this car with the friend. And then he's like, by the way, your boyfriend just sold you to sex slavery. <gasps> and I was like, I'm never trusting anyone in my life, first what? of all. Yep. Isn't that terrifying? Did did the woman make it out? Like what happened? I don't know. I didn't want to, I didn't want to look into it. But anyway. That's a possibility now. I'm like, okay. She I mean, if you're dating someone for six months, like I feel like you trust them enough to like, yeah, yeah go on a trip together. Absolutely. But like it's very plausible that this whole time they're planning to do this and like these are master manipulators. Or even then, like maybe he's just like, let's say, someone who doesn't give a fuck about anyone, he's a sociopath. Exactly. And he's just like going around like just fucking up with people, like whatever. But he just keeps you around because he wants someone who like benefits him. But then all of a sudden, you guys go to Europe, he has no plans of doing this, and then someone comes up to him like, hey, I will give you however much money for you to sell me your girlfriend for a sex slave, like, ring. And then they're like, yeah, sure. Like, that can change, like, within seconds. And, and how, you do never... you, how do you know as a, as a, like, who do you trust? Nobody? You never know who someone oh. actually is. Like, that is absolutely terrifying. And, like, I saw, this isn't as bad, but I saw this, um this freaking post of like people like seeking out help anonymously mm-hmm. and this girl was saying like oh like i my my husband she's been married for like one year mm-hmm. to this man he had had a really tough job like well really tough time finding a job um finally he finds one but it was like cross country they had to move cross country um for this job and she did she did it for him she worked remotely uh all of that they move and now a lot of companies are like if you don't get vaccinated you're fired and he doesn't want to get vaccinated so he's very willing to lose this job they finally got after his wife moved, moved across, across the country for him man and Never felt to disappoint is a thing. Yeah, and he's also like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, so oh, he God. always says that like, no, I never want to get the vaccine because I really doubt that it's the actual vaccine, and they are just like injecting like random things into our body. Bro, jab me with the third dose. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow, me, you already do. Like I have phones. Like you follow me everywhere. You know everything you need to know about me. Like if you're implanting a fucking GPS into my bloodstream, it's the same shit. <laughs> Like, what changes? People are like the mark of the devil. And like, you have an iPhone. You can pay <laughs> at the grocery store with a phone. You don't think that's, if anything, the mark of the devil? Like, ma'am. If the devil was going to do something, he wouldn't be like, let's plant chips inside their bodies. Like, that's come on. so stupid. <laughs> God, no, people are so dumb. I felt bad, so bad. Like, a chip woman. would not survive inside the human body with the acids and all, yeah, all that shit. I don't that. know what the fuck people think. Like, <laughs> like people where just, is the chip going to stay? Is my just close their eyes and their ears and they just go, yeah, chip. Where's like, the chip going to just stay here? Like... You can feel it. It's like an IUD. It's like the, the implant, sorry. Okay. <laughs> then feel I feel it. like it'll take a lot more than an injection if, if that was the case. You can 
see the fucking infant. like they inject it and the chip already knows where to go like they have to it's like a, like the actual birth control implant so they have to cut you in like put it in and then you feel it with the what do you do that the implant absolutely for birth control me yeah. too I, would, I feel like I would rather do that than to, like be on a pill two, yeah I have two friends that have done it but the thing is um for me personally as a human being what's your new like catchphrase <laughs> absolutely no I have PCOS so either way like I have to control my hormones in some way so I don't know if that would work for me maybe just for like birth control it would but for what I actually need the birth control for I don't know if it would but also this takes people off of their birth of of their like period like they don't get it for three years (laughs) that can be good uh apparently it's fine apparently it's like the safest way I feel like that can't be good however like Someone has had it for, like, more than three years, and that's not good. Like, you should take it out after the three years, and now she's getting, like, her period never stops. Exactly. That can't be good. Because it's, like, releasing something else that shouldn't be releasing into her bloodstream. Mm-hmm. She's also, like, a little bit dumb. She should have gotten it out. <laughs> the first thing they tell you is that it's only for three years, and she still has it on. I'm like, girl. So now she's getting it off. But I get it. She was like, what's going on? And then I'm like, oh, you've had it for three years already? Like, come on. But yes, I would definitely do that. Because I have fallen deep into, like, birth control. TikTok and Twitter. Where, like, people are talking about, like, coming out of, off of their pills. And it's, like, their repressed personality that they had this whole time. Like, they feel awake. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been on this since I was 14. Not for actual birth control. Which is what's so sad about it. No, you're, you've been having <laughs> I've been having sex since I was fourteen. Um, but Not yeah, sad. like it, it's since I was fourteen. It's been seven years. Who knows? Maybe that's why I can't shut off weight when I work out. Maybe that's why X, Y, and Z. Like I don't know, you know. And I want to look into ways of like getting off of this shit and controlling my PCOS with a diet, which actually mm-hmm. does work. People, oh. Nutritionists work for that. But immediately, like, doctors are immediately like, yeah, oh, just birth Easiest control. Easiest thing, birth control. I, like, struggle with acne, and, like, the moment that they're, like, birth control, I'm going to say no. I would rather deal with acne than deal with, like, the hormone and the side effects of birth control. Now there's hormone-less birth control. Hmm. Which is beautiful, but it's not as effective, apparently. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like with that and the con, <laughs> like, there should be male birth control. No. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. It's them it's who the, are impregnating us. Not the other the way problem. around. Right. Not the other way. I feel like we've already talked about this Have in our we? first episode. Absolutely. We, well, we'll do it again. And we'll do it again. Bop, bop. Listen. <laughs> they can impregnate not like multiple, mo- multiple women, women in, in, the the span of nine, in the same day. And in the span of nine months. And we can only get pregnant once in nine months. And it's our fault if we get pregnant. But we're the ones that have to take birth control who have to do all these things for them to accommodate them so they feel comfortable. But they're like, I don't want to wear a condom because it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel that good. I'm like, shut up. Which it is true. No, I I know. But still, I don't care. And like, there are, uh, again, I'm deep into this. So there are... There's absolutely like a like a condom that is it's made ultra of, thin. No, <laughs> that's not good either. But it's like um, it's made without latex, mm-hmm. which is good, and it's made with like this fabric that's not just like 
you know, just like to wrap it up and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, like it's apparently like it transfer heat transfers heat better, which is you know what makes it feel better. So you could easily just research and like find stuff that works better for you. Yes, it's gonna be a little more expensive, but if it's better, it's it's less expensive than a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a great way to think about it. Anyway, yeah, men, they should be the ones on birth. And then like. The whole thing about the vasectomy, whatever, it can be reversed. It can be reversed, and it's like, what is what's a vas- like? What is it? What is that? Like your balls? Like I have no fucking clue. Actually, do they, like, what do they do? <laughs> I don't know what they do. <laughs> what should the vasectomy be like? The one for women, and we're like, yeah, the vasectomy of the balls. <laughs> Let's see. Vasectomy is a form of male birth control that cuts the supply of sperm to your semen. It's done by cutting and sealing the tubes that carry sperm. Vasectomy has a low risk of problems and can usually be performed in an outpatient setting under local anesthesia. That's fucking crazy. You don't even have to go into actual anesthesia. You can be awake during this shit. <laughs> oh my god. Not Why? reversal. How is it reversed? Reverse, reverse. Vasectomy reversal is a surgery to undo a vasectomy. During the procedure, a surgeon reconnects each tube that carries sperm from a testicle into the semen. So, it's pretty much just to stop semen from happening? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pregnancy rates after vasectomy refer- reversal will change from about 30% to over 90%. So, even if you get a vasectomy, you can still get pregnant. But, just the, like with birth control, you can still get pregnant. The chances are low. Right. Pretty much. Exactly. God, men. Men, selfish all the time. We That's hate <laughs> in this podcast yeah. we hate men <laughs> except for our new year boy <laughs> except for my our, our we both for some reason have new york fans. that's fucking crazy like uh, what are the odds uh, so it just means that we have to go i will never move for a man but but like we want to move there already things. <laughs> we want to move there already so might as well right it means i get to find love with my new york boyfriend i new hope york. he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast it's so embarrassing I mean, I doubt he knows that you could be talking about anyone. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Maybe, in a way. Are we not going to talk about Halloween? Halloween. <laughs> I'm peeing myself, actually. Go pee. Merry Halloween! I love Halloween. I feel like as actresses, our Halloween is one of like its top holidays for me. I just love playing dress up. <laughs> <laughs> I never end up like doing anything for Halloween. Never like works this out. is the first year that I'm actually gonna do something. Love that for you. <clears throat> Two sentence horror story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two sentences? Yeah. This brief gem comes from Reddit user Adam Farmer. I finally found my wife the kidney she needed. It took forever to track down everyone she'd no- donated organs to after the crash. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Say it again. I finally found my wife the kidney she needed. It took forever to track down everyone she donated organs to after the crash. I don't understand. So her, his wife is dead. She was a body donor. So I finally found my wife the kidney. So he just like tracked down who got one of her kidneys and like got it from them. This is so stupid. <laughs> I'm confused. 
Okay, mom averts danger. I've posted this on my other account, copying and pasting it here. I don't know why that has to be right. <laughs> okay. The, the scariest thing I've had happen while camping. So I live in Eastern Oregon and my mom lives in Western Oregon. I went to visit her for the summer and she's very outdoorsy, so we decided to take the one hour drive from this city to the coast. We end up at this free campsite at the top of the hill. Huge foothills of the coastal mountains, about a 25 minute drive from the top where the campsite is to the bottom where the main road was. And we were the only campers there, first red flag. We relaxed <laughs> for the rest of the day, made food, etc. A truck full of men drive up the hill, terrifying, and talk <laughs> with my mom. Two. Yeah. <laughs> And talk with my mom, I don't know what about, wasn't suspicious at the time. And they she leave She sold her to sex slavery. <laughs> Fast forward to the mid middle of the night. I wake up to my mom sitting straight up in the tent. I wake easily, so I heard her gasp and it woke me. As soon as she saw I was awake, she put her hand over my mouth because I was starting to ask her what's wrong. Oh my god, this is, this is good. Okay. It was like, dead silent. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both started to slow down. <laughs> I went men drunk. Wait a second. Mom? Sex trafficking? (laughs) Okay. It was dead silent, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps right beside the tent. The little flap that covers the zipper was even moving. Thankfully, my mom has quick wits and said very loudly, Kenny grabbed the gun. Kenny is my dad, although that doesn't matter, and mind you, he was not there. Just us girls, like I previously said. Oh, shit. They left. No harm was done. Thank the Lord for my mama. <laughs> I hate... That was Thank it. the Lord for my mama. I don't like that sentence. That was it. Damn. But uh, the mom's like, smart. Yeah, she tricked them by saying like her dad's name. That's really good. Yeah, I would never think of that as a thing. I would just freak out. I would freeze. I always think about these things. Like in scary movies when we feel like their survival instinct kicks, kicks in, I feel like I would just give up people always tell me oh you'd be, you'd get like pretty far along in like surviving yes. a horror movie and i'm like how where in what life like do you not know me like i don't know i feel like i would be like take me you do whatever the fuck you want like i michael myers you think you can defeat michael myers like how the fuck do you me go around <laughs> like defeating michael myers oh my god do you want to read the next one sure <clears throat> ouija board knocks back oh stop i know this is in high school my friends this sentence has no punctuation okay it's like people writing not writing stories like this is apparently like real stuff that okay in high school my friends and I were messing around with a with a new mm. again good in high school my friends and I were messing around with a new with a Ouija board <laughs> you got this I can't do this tonight I'm so tired What's, what is it again Ouija, Ouija board? board Ouija Luigi board <laughs> Luigi board again in high school, my friends and I were messing around with an Ouija board. Ouija board? One night. We had done it before and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else home except for the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. How was it different then? Oh, it gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1900s and was buried there in an unmarked grave. 
We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical and we were all, we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went to yes and then spelled K-N-O-C-K, knock. Then stopped moving. We all just stared at it silently and then there was a rap, rap, rap on the window right next to us. The lights were on outside and there was absolutely no one out there. We never touched the effing board again. It's not even that scary, I don't think. I feel like if that happened to you, like in real life, it would be scary. But as a story, like, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're like, you're getting knocks right now. Like, <laughs> right, but you, I'm not playing with a Ouija board right yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would never play with a... Like, Me I would never neither, do that. ever in my fucking life. Like, why would you put yourself in that situation? I hope I'm question. never that stupid to be like, oh, let's try it today. Why not? I'm like, no. And then you have to, like, ask permission to leave the game. And then if they say no, you're fucked. What do you do? it's like, okay. Uh, exactly. I'm just going to go. And then it haunts you forever. Love that. It's love not that, fun. That. I believe in it. I do. I do. Hardcore. You good? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it has to be an authentic board. Like, if it's from Party City, I'll be like, okay. I mean, but people or can make like it themselves, too. Do you remember the Charlie game? Was it called that? Yes. I never did it. I was too scared. I think I did. But it never did anything. Okay. It's like you're holding it, and then like apparently like it's yes oh, or no. Oh, I did. I did do it, but I think it worked. I don't know. I don't remember it working. Let's do it right now. Like that's stupid. That, that's dumb. Not right? in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd rather not. You don't want to know. No, I don't want to. I don't You're care. You'd rather be clueless. <laughs> right. Okay. Forgot a memory. <laughs> Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the front of the house slash street. When I was about 8 or 10, I woke up to my dad calmly but firmly telling me to get up, go to the bathroom, go in the bathroom, and shut the door. Oh my god. I was annoyed because I was half asleep, but I listened. Apparently, I was more tired than I realized because I, feel, I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. The next morning, I asked my mom what happened. She seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like she was crazy. Okay, yeah. And I asked him why he had woken me up. He denied doing it. I, it was, I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears, but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college. An ad popped up. Hello? Okay. Fast forward to college. I was home one break, and I decided to ask again. I had thought of that night off and on for years, and it still bothered me. This time, I got, my dad goes, Ha! Huh, I was wondering if you even remember that. Turns, how that. turns out that a lot of houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside the house. My room was partially over the garage. My dad heard it happen and quietly got me to safety. Police were called. The guy ran. He was never caught, however, and my parents didn't want a terrified kid on their hands. So for years, they pretended like nothing had ever happened. It wasn't supernatural, but it was unsettling for sure. Okay. Not that scary. I mean, someone was broken into your house. But like, you know. I am actually absolutely terrified of that. Like, it's, like, my number one fear. Like, someone breaking into my house. I, oh, my God, it terrifies me. It is, like, your safe space. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want, I got it. I saw a video once. My sister showed this shit to me, and I hated her for it. Mm -hmm. It was a TikTok. This girl was, like, making a TikTok of herself dancing. I saw Ooh, it. I just got chills. The hand, the guy. No. The, like, the window? The yeah, 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 yeah. He I came in through it. the fucking, New York. He came in through the fucking window. And he was, like, want to be my friend? my friend and she was like get out of my house 
He's like, I just want to be friends. Get the fuck out of my house. And she left her house and like knocked on the neighbor's door and the neighbor took her in and she called the cops. I don't know what happened after that. That's so weird. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. It terrifies me. That's fucking crazy. I think I yeah, I saw that TikTok. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. A clockwork orange style break-in. Another break-in. This story comes from Reddit user Josh Second. Not to me, but to my sister. Her husband and her had just just had their first child a few months prior. My brother-in-law was working in the graveyard at his job as my sister stayed home taking care of my nephew. Around 2 a.m., she heard a loud knocking on her back door. She went to go check it out and saw a lady banging on the door asking for my sister to let her in. The lady told my sister that her husband had just beat her down the street and was looking for her. My sister was hesitant to let her in. Wait, 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 wait. The lady told my sister that her husband had just beat her down the street and was looking for her. Like the the lady's husband or like the sister's husband? No, the lady's husband. Okay. So it was like, my husband is beating me down the street and he's looking for me. Please let me in. You know? Oh, he's not looking for the sister. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. My sister was hesitant to let her in since she had a newborn in the house and didn't want to interfere. She told the lady that the best she could do was call the police for her. The lady told my sister to not call the police and to just let her in. Mm. This is where my sister got suspicious. She went to get her phone and called 911. When she went back to the door, the lady was gone. The police arrived a few minutes later and they told my sister that the same situation happened a few streets down. Apparently the couple would do this act to get into people's homes. I'm sure this is very common, but having it almost happen to my sister and my nephew just creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a tactic. That's fucking horrible. The same horrible. thing as like the like crying baby. The crying baby. Or, ugh, fuck, people are so annoying. Like, what there's, is the point? There's oh, so many evil people in the world. I, I like. I saw a video a few days ago on TikTok, again, of this guy. It's like a case that happened a few years ago mm-hmm. of a Tinder date and the girl, right? So mm-hmm. they go on a date, they meet up, and then they have a great time, and then they go back to his house, <clears throat> and then she disappears. Oh, yeah. But, like, everything was caught on camera. Yeah, yeah. From the moment, like, the date, them going back to his place, and then him leaving, going to the grocery store, getting cleaning, cleaning supplies. supplies getting the body for, with the suitcase and like what the what fuck what is the need of fucking doing that if you're sad with your life keep it to yourself why the fuck do you have to end someone else's damn dude oh my god that poor girl was just going on a date like this could happen to me this could happen to you like I mean I would never go back uh-huh. to his place okay, after the true. first day but that's true. still not like true. she shouldn't have to second like guess that you know what I mean it's not the point but. and um Someone in the comments said that they like read into the case and another, he had another girl over when her body was in the house and she left because she had a weird feeling. She was like, I'm going to go. I, ha- I have to go. Good for her. Intuition on point. But still, still the fact that she was there like and could have also been possibly killed. Have you heard of the story of like no way. this guy? This is like a real thing. Like I went on a fucking deep dive about this shit once and this guy wanted to host a party his parents were kind of strict so mm-hmm. they were like no and so he was like guys i'm having the party and his friends were like how are you gonna have it like your parents he's like no worries i'm having a party no i know where this is going he has the party oh where are your parents oh they're out of town cool 
someone like is playing beer pong so like the the like they throw the actual ping mm-hmm. pong thing and it lands on like a puddle of blood but I guess they don't question it like I don't know what the fuck happened but he had killed his parents so everyone he posted he hosted the party with his parents dead in the house this is real like this happened I think it was actually in Florida no fucking way bro like they were there not knowing that there were two dead people in the house and there are pictures of like the crime scene like the house is trashed from the party and the freaking like you can see the room where like the bodies were no longer there but like the blood like pulled in there like crazy like he hid his dad over like in the back of his head to kill him like knock him out and then he killed their, his mom as well like what I can't believe like people like this exist and I think no one knew for like a week people like this are real and like we might encounter them just like going to Target and like we just don't fucking know like that like, guy was in Target like buying these cleaning supplies what are you gonna tuck and guess he just was gonna clean his yeah. house like you just like think the maybe best that's his people. business maybe he cleans like I don't know there's so many things that like you literally don't know and then he had the suitcase yeah he's probably going to the airport like you don't think about these things like oh yeah he has a dead body in there like <sighs> like they were literally inside of the house with his parents like decomposing upstairs there's pictures of the party and he's like there like drinking beer or whatever I need to see this when we finish this I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, that's horrible. That makes me really like upset God. and sick. Kill. And the fact that you may trust someone and then they might just be a serial killer and you just don't know. Hold on. Shut up. Wait. You have a kid and the kid ends up killing you. <laughs> Let's go back to last week week's episode. Dude. No to children. <laughs> that is true. Imagine. I'm going to read the whole story, actually. Okay. Are you ready? You're going to read the whole story? I think let's have, like, this segment. Should we? Mm-hmm. Actual spooky stories. Testing. Mm. Actual spooky stories. Spooky. <laughs> you said scoopy. <laughs> I said spooky, actually. <laughs> scoopy? What's a scoop? Hey. Actual scoopy stories. <laughs> we co- we keep making these, like, bangers, like, with Dude. our brand. Oh, my God. Bangers by Miley Cyrus. Bangers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Fucking bangers. Okay, here we they? go. Okay, let's go. I've tried to get into, like, true crime and listening to, listen oh, to like true crime podcasts, but I just can't. Really? Yeah. No. Brings me down. Oh, I get that. I think it's fascinating. Not like the actual. <laughs> okay. When high school student Tyler Hartley decided to throw a party, he planned to make it the party of the year, despite the fact that no one had ever heard of the kid throwing it. Oh, no one knew of him. Plenty of bored <laughs> kids in South Florida. Oh my god. Not South Florida. So. Oh, no. Went to check it out. Tyler hardly attended Port St. Lucie High and claimed his parents were out of town. This what year Port is this? Port St. Lucie, I'll tell you. That's not South time. Florida. No, that's like almost central. Yeah, like, hello? The entire week leading up to the event, Tyler had been telling his friends he is going to have a party, but nobody believed him. 
He had never thrown a party before, and his parents, Blake and Mary Jo Hadley, had gone in increasingly strict with him after they discovered he was experimenting with drugs. Tyler's friends didn't think the party was going to happen. They knew Tyler's parents, and there was no way that they were going to allow a bunch of kids to come to the house and get drunk. (laughs) When Tyler's friends asked if the party was still happening, he he replied, I'm working on it. Most of his classmates assumed that meant the party was off. It was in 2011. At 11.25 a.m. on that Saturday morning, Tyler's friend Antonio Ramirez sent him a Facebook message. They were talking about their plans for that night, and Tyler explained that he was trying to throw a party at my crib. When Antonio asked Tyler if his parents were home, he said they were leaving soon. And that just sounds like such a reasonable thing to say. I don't know, man. I'm trying to, like, work up. Yeah, like, 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 is the party happening? I don't know. I'll let you know soon. I'll let you know soon. Okay. I'm trying to convince them. Give me a second. Like, normal things. (laughs) Then at 1.15 p.m., the party was almost officially on. Tyler wrote on Facebook, party at my crib tonight, dot, 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 maybe. Again, no one was convinced the maybe kind of threw everyone off. But then at 8.15 p.m., Tyler updated his Facebook status again, this time writing, party at my house, hit me up. His friends were still confused since they knew who, how strict his parents were. Ashley Hayes commented on the post, writing, wow, what if your parents come home? Tyler's response was, was they won't, trust me. When Mike Young arrived with about 10 friends, the party was just getting started. Tyler opened the door. He seemed a bit anxious, well, as anxious as you can be on ecstasy. It was obvious that Tyler was rolling. His pupils were enlarged, and he kept rubbing his hands together, clenching his fists nervously. Tyler instructed his guests he didn't want anyone smoking inside his parents' home. Soon enough, there were 60 kids at the house, and most of them had no clue who Tyler was. They made themselves comfortable, scavenging for food in the kitchen, drank excessively, and threw their beer cans onto the front lawn. Honestly, it sounds like a regular high school party. It's fucking terrifying. The kids were enjoying themselves playing beer pong on the dining room table. There were, gla- there were glass bottles breaking and shattering on the floor and cigarettes being put out on the rug counter and walls. But Tyler just left it off. In fact, Tyler was more confirmed, concerned about the noise than he was about the destruction of his home. He was worried that the neighbors would call the police. Mm-hmm. Suddenly smoking in the house didn't bother him. Actually, just stay in the house, Tyler told the party goers. You can smoke inside. I don't care. Mike Young was on the couch talking to some girls when a very drunk skater kid, who looked like one of Tyler's friends, strolled over. The drunk skater boy randomly said, I smell dead people, and it immediately caught Mike's attention. <laughs> confused michael asked him mike asked him what he meant the kid replied saying oh i don't know some people are smoking that's all mike was weirded out but figured the kid was acting strange because he was wasted then the skater boy wandered off a huge group of kids gathered around the light the living room table which was now a beer pong table the table was located right next to the family computer where kids took turns on youtube djing and picking songs The computer area was dirtier than the rest of the house. The white keyboard was covered in brownish, sticky, dried-up liquid. Maybe Coca-Cola, but probably alcohol. Nobody looked closely enough to tell for sure. The soft-spoken 17-year-old was playing a game of beer pong when he heard someone uttered, Oh, he killed his parents. Everyone laughed, assuming it was some kind of joke. Wait, why would they just say that? Oh, like, I'm guessing, like, oh, his parents are so strict, he must have killed them so that he could have his party. So it was a joke? like this. Apparently, yeah. But as the night went on, people asked where Tyler's parents were, and they got different answers. He told Mark Andrews that they went to Georgia. He told Ryan Stone Cipher that they're in Orlando, and told Richard Wouters that they don't even live there and that this is my house. Mark Andrews was a 21-year-old who met Tyler when Mark's family moved to Port St. Lucie 11 years earlier. Tyler was best friends with Mark's younger, sis- younger brothers, 
and the families lived together, lived right down the street from each other, not together. Tyler once showed up at Andrew's house at 10 years old after getting into a fight with his mother. He announced then that he would kill his parents. Mark explained to Tyler that all kids piss off their parents once in a while, which helped calm Tyler down. The boys laughed it off as it seems that, as it seemed like it was an in-the-moment thought, not something Tyler was actually capable of doing. So 11 years ago, Tyler just randomly showed up at his house because he got mad at his parents, and he was like, I'm going to kill my parents. And, Ty- and the kid was just like, oh, my God, huh, that's funny, whatever. They always piss us off, but, you know, you don't mean that. Marky Phillips, one of Tyler's buddies, couldn't make it to the party because he was in Chicago visiting his grandparents that weekend. However, he and Tyler hung out two nights before watching television and playing video games at Marky's house. Tyler seemed fine, but he also noted that when they hung out two weeks before Tyler had blurted out that he wanted to kill his parents and have a big party after. And no one fucking questioned this? Whatever. So Tyler explained how no one has ever done anything like that through a massive party while the bodies were still in the house. Marky told Tyler that was crazy, but he understandably thought Tyler was skating around. On July 2011, two weeks before the party, Tyler spoke to his friend Mercedes through Facebook chat, explaining that his mother had taken away his cell phone. He then said, she's a cunt, He's a, she's a cunt, but show I might kill her. Mercedes, assuming he was joking, replied with, OMG, no jail, or I mean prison, lol. You were so fucking stupid. At about 9.40 a.m. on the day of the party, Matt asked Tyler if he had done it, to which he replied, no, but I'm gonna. Matt's incriminating response was, bet. He then wrote, you really should now, followed by a message saying, do it. Tyler reassured his friend that he was going through with the crime. Wait, so somebody knew about this? Somebody knew? I didn't know that. Dude, people are sick. (sighs) Tyler told Matt not to worry. And he planned on killing his parents. Then I'm having a party. I would like to think that Matt also thought this was some sick joke. Maybe he was hanging him on a bit, but probably because he didn't think Tyler would kill his own parents. Either way, Matt was excited for that evening and responded with, yeah, party time. The party only lasted several hours, but the room looked like thieves had ransacked the place. <laughs> Clothes and bed sheets were all over the place. The bed frame was cracked and the beagle was shaking under the bed. Oh, Poor little thing. Boy. At about 12.30 a.m., the party was running low on alcohol. Tyler asked Mark Andrews and his girlfriend if they could drive him to the gas station just one block away. Tyler gave Mark, who was 21, a wad of $20 bills and asked him to get four cases of bush light. As they waited for Mark in the car, Tyler told Ashley that his father had died. Ashley, who knew nothing about Tyler, assumed that his father passed away a while ago. They headed back to the party where kids were playing water pong since they had run out of beer. Waterpong actually sounds like a genius way to end a drunken night. Thank you. That's what they said in this article? Like, yeah. read the room. Right? What the fuck is that? <laughs> She's been making jokes. I've just been scraping uh, them. <laughs> One boy walked around selling round white pills for a dollar each, and another kid was selling marijuana. At 12.45 a.m., Anthony Snook showed up. Someone texted him that Tyler's party was the biggest thing ever. He thanked Tyler for sh- throwing such a fun party and asked him how he'd been. Tyler replied that he was all right in a flat tone of voice. Snook knew something was up. He knew Tyler was an introverted young boy who laughed at his own jokes and avoided eye contact. But that night, despite all of the chaos, Tyler seemed perfectly calm. Then one boy took off his shirt, ran out of the house screaming, and came back holding a mailbox over his head. Tyler asked the kid where the heck he got the mailbox from, and he responded, I took it off the neighbor's lawn. The boy proceeded to run around the room with the mailbox knocking beer bottles all over the floor. 
That's when Tyler started losing his school. After making his house a total teen free for all, Tyler finally decided getting mad and yelled about how stealing a mailbox was a felony and the cops were going to come. Someone quickly took the mailbox out of the house and returned it to the street. That's when Snook noticed something strange. The master bedroom door was closed. Snook assumed people were getting high in there and wanted to join in, oh, but God. the door was locked. The house was pretty dark, but he didn't notice a black smear beneath the door. It was between a foot long. It was maybe a foot long and looked like an oil-based paint that someone tried to wipe away unsuccessfully. Justin, a soccer player in the high school, arrived at the party at 1:15 a.m. As soon as he walked in, he immediately noticed a, a stench. It kind of smelled like sweaty clothes that hadn't been washed in a while. The place was a wreck. The beautiful white floor tiles were disgusting. A few picture frames were missing from the wall, and dishes accumulated in the kitchen were smeared with the remnants of instant mac and cheese. Not the type of condition any parent would want to come home to. Justin went to play a game of beer pong, and the ball bounced on the floor and rolled under the table, where it got stuck on a brown, thick substance. He rinsed off the ball in the kitchen sink and continued to play the game. As Mark Andrews was heading out, Tyler asked if he could talk to him alone. Tyler went outside and told all the kids in the yard to get back inside the house, still petrified that the neighbors would call the cops. After everyone was inside, Tyler turned to Mark and said, Dude, I did some things. I might go to prison. I might go away for life. I don't know, dude. I'm freaking out right now. Mark was confused and asked Tyler what he did that he would end up in prison. That's when Tyler finally came clean. Dude, I know you aren't going to believe me. No one will believe me. I freaking killed somebody. Mark did not want to be a part of it, saying, Dude, you killing somebody is your own business. Don't be telling me that sort of thing. I don't need to know. At approximately 1 a.m., Tyler asked his friend Michael if he could come speak to him privately outside. Michael had been Tyler's best friend since they were eight years old and they were always together. They hung out for most of the party, but Tyler caught Michael as he was talking to some kids. So they went outside. They walked to the end of the block where there was a stop sign. Tyler looked at Michael and confessed, I killed my parents. Michael's immediate response was, yeah, right. He didn't believe him. This always happens. No one believes anyone when it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Tyler tried explaining to Michael that he was telling the truth. That's when he told Michael to look at the driveway. Michael noticed two cars, Tyler's father's black Toyota Tacoma truck and his mother's red Ford Expedition. If Tyler's parents were out of town, why would their car, their car still be here? Michael still couldn't fathom what he was hearing, so Tyler told him to look in the garage. After making sure that no one was watching, Michael went into the garage and turned on the light. He saw a bloody show and ran out immediately, shutting the door behind him. Tyler then brought Michael into the master bedroom where there were traces of blood on the door. Tyler unlocked the door and opened it. Michael was shocked. He saw dining room chairs and towels soaked in blood in a huge pile. Emerging from the, the, from the pile was a thick white leg. What the fuck? Tyler told Michael what had happened just before five that afternoon. Tyler hid his parents' cell phones so they couldn't call for help. He turned on the song, Feel Lucky by Lote Boosie to pump himself up. He then took three ecstasy pills because he was worried he wouldn't be capable of killing his parents if he were sober. Tyler saw, found a claw hammer in the garage and then returned to the house. As his mother worked on the family computer, he, stuck, he stood behind her for a full five minutes thinking about what he was about to do. With no remorse, he raised the claw end of the hammer and hit his mother's head. She kept screaming, why? Oh my god. This is the hammer. Just shut up. What the fuck? When bro? Blake heard his wife's cry for help, 
He ran out of the master bedroom. The six foot one, 300 pound father was a big man, but nothing prepared him for what he saw. The father and son made brief eye contact and he also yelled, why? Why the fuck not, Tyler shouted. He kept repeating this as he beat his father to death with the claw end of the hammer. Tyler mimicked the swinging of the hammer for Michael to see. Tyler said the, that once it was over, he wrapped blankets, he, he wrapped blankets his parents' head and dragged the bodies into the master bedroom. The bodies were lying face down, side by side. The hammer was on the floor and between them. It took him about three hours to clean up, much longer than Tyler anticipated. It he took gathered, them? It took him. Oh, I was like, so Michael helped? No, no, right? He gathered every piece of incriminating evidence and threw it into the room. The corpses were buried under broken dishes, shattered glass, bloody towels, books, a coffee table, Clorox wipes, a sponge mop, mop, and coffee grounds. Tyler took a shower, but what he did after that is incredibly eerie. He stared at his reflection in the mirror and laughed. One of Tyler's friends, Max, was standing in the hallway outside of the master bedroom when he saw Michael running out of the door, freaked out. Max said that Michael looked deranged and was looking over both shoulders. However, Michael didn't leave the party. In fact, he stayed for another 45 minutes taking selfies with Tyler. In one of the photos, which looks like it was taken in a garage, Michael has a stern, defiant expression on his face, and Tyler holds up an orange solo cup. His cold eyes looked like they were filled with pain, fear, and horror. So this picture was taken after Michael found out that Tyler killed his parents. How do you, like, not know your child's, like, a sociopath? Mm-hmm. There's, like, warning signs. Like, there's warning signs that you can look out for. Yeah. Absolutely. And the friends, too. Like, you know, when he said, I'm going to kill my parents over and over again, and no one listened to him. <laughs> After enjoying the party for a little longer, Michael finally did the right thing and called the cops. He explained that he took the selfie with Tyler as a memory since he knew that he was probably the last time he was going to see him not in handcuffs. Okay. What the fuck? Why do you have, like, remorse for this? Okay. In 2014, Tyler Hadley was convicted and sentenced. After multiple charges in his juvenile decision, or history, sorry, Hadley was sentenced to life in prison with a possibility of parole. Insane. He is currently serving his time in, at Okeechobee Correctional Institution in Okeechobee, Dude, Florida. That's right there. He's literally like right there. Can we go visit him? Like, Motherfucker. Mm. Oh my God. I don't understand. I don't get it. Help it in his face. What a fucking asshole. I don't understand how like that's possible and like someone's brain to do like I, I can't fathom. I can't. That was too much. Yeah. I know. And like what really got me was like the parents, like that's fucking crazy. Like do you imagine coming down after you hear your wife cry and it's your son killing her? Like, nah. It's fucking insane. Kill me as well, actually, yeah. I can't live with that. Sorry we got that that dark today. <laughs> oh we went gosh. horror stories? No, like for no, real. No, like actual horror stories. Oh, no. Um, but at least he got life in prison. He should not have the possibility for parole. Fuck that shit. What is that? Absolutely not. And I'm glad that he did not get the death penalty because he should. He should be in prison. in prison. How old is he? So if he was in high school, he uh, was he was still, a junior in 2011. So he was still a kid, basically. Yeah, he's let's say 17. 2011. 
So 10 years later, he's probably 27 right now. No. My God. And how many more stories like that are there? You know? That's just one that we know. People that get away with it. Yeah, there are people that actually get away with it. I've heard a lot of stories about, like, people who work in retirement Mm -hmm. homes that people, like, in their deathbed, like, confess, like, murders that they've done and shit like that. But that's horrible. Imagine being a nurse and, like, hearing that shit and you're like, I can't call the cops. Like, what are they going to do? Actually, they they should. Yeah. To solve the murder or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, the Zodiac Killer? Was it the Zodiac Killer? I don't know. And they apparently found, when he died in 2018, his name was Gary. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, are you fucking, we've been <laughs> fearing a man named Gary. Uh-huh. And apparently all his neighbors like suspected it or knew. Gary. Not Gary. Come on. Yeah. Whew. That was a lot, y'all. I think it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> we recorded for a while. No, this episode is like three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to stories. That we sent. <laughs> oh my god. We I don't even know where we started to talk about. No. This. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. Do not do anything crazy. And um, please follow us on our Instagram and TikTok. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. What else? Follow us on TikTok. <laughs> we said that. You already said that. Yeah. Again, follow us on TikTok. <laughs> like our videos. We're flopping. Yeah, like the only one that did well was <laughs> the guest the movie shit, bro. Yeah. Are you guys kidding? You guys what's funny that. about that is that we didn't like that segment. So we started like cutting a bunch of it. Yeah, there we were actually so many more, hated actually. it so much. And then it turns out you guys loved it. So maybe we'll do that again next week. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Don't drink and drive. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>